Welcome to the Newson Health Menopause Podcast. I'm Dr. Louise Newson, a GP and menopause specialist, and I run the Newson Health Menopause and Wellbeing Centre here in Stratford-upon-Avon. So I'm very lucky today. I have someone called Lee with me in my clinic who has come up with his wife, who is a patient of mine, but he's kindly agreed to give me some time to talk about his experience of the menopause. (laughs) Not his personal experience, but his experience of living with a menopausal woman and how scared he was and how difficult it was really. So thanks for coming, Lee. So talk me through. You've had quite a difficult time, which thankfully isn't anymore we've got a happy ending so but just talk to me about what was going through your mind when your wife started changing kim has always been a very active and on it person um really smart Mm. and she was kind of dulling which was unusual and i couldn't quite understand why yeah she was obviously getting the night sweats and everything which I, i understand can be menopause, yes. but being a man didn't really understand menopause. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of all that happened during menopause. Yeah. And and then she started getting all the anxieties and problems that came with that. Yeah. And it's just like watching her fall apart at the seams right now. Yeah. I didn't know why. No. And again, being a guy, I wanted to try and fix things and couldn't. Yeah. So no. I really didn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah but she... In a, in a stupefied state, for want of a better way of putting it, uh, was researching and trying to find out what was going so on. So what did you think was going on? I didn't know. No. I didn't know. I mean, I don't think there's probably many men that do know what no, about no. menopause. It's not something yeah. that, until you're in it, yeah, absolutely. it comes across your no. radar. Because like, you've been together for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been together? We've been married 30 years next year. So you've gone through a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, <laughs> been, we've, been, we've been up and down. Yeah, yeah, and you know each other really well. Oh, so this was was this the most different that she'd been? Oh, without yeah. question, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, we've had a couple of health things in the past, yeah, but um, she always bounced back yeah. pretty quickly, but not this but time. she wasn't bouncing back. No, no, in fact, if anything, she's getting worse. Yeah. And health anxiety, it's crippling. Mm. Seeing us mentally suffer yes. when physically... The health problems she thought she was getting, she actually hadn't got. Yes. And then try to um, to help her get her head mm. around it, get a grip of it. And no matter what you said, no matter what you did, it didn't Wasn't make right. any difference. No. 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 I mean, she more irritable. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't. I mean, you hear the stories of women going completely mad and, mm. and, and angry and, and violent, perhaps with with menopause. Yeah. But, no, Kim didn't do that. She she was just. Just more irritable and um, mm. uh, less patient, which again is not Kim. Yes. We had two huge rows, and it was the second row that I kind of clicked what was going on, and then sort of stopped biting back, mm. and bit my lip for one of a better way of putting it, and then tried to understand what was going on and how we could try and sort it and help out, which which really helped bite my tongue, you know. So yeah. that did help. So, I mean, I see lots of people in my clinic who have gone through divorce or their partners split up. And, yeah, 
It, it's not surprising, is it? No, not no. at all. No. And you obviously adore each other oh, yeah, yeah. and love each other, but it, it's difficult, isn't it, when you don't know what's going on and somebody in front of you has changed. Mm. The, one, the, the one person who, you know, that, that is my be-all and end-all is not the same person mm. as she was. And I know we change as we get older, but this was a radical change. Yes, yeah. It wasn't Kim. And did you talk to any of your friends about what was going on? Or? Not really, because, like I say, in the... I haven't got that many friends anyway. Like work colleagues, it's not something no. I want to talk about with. Yeah. But um, it, it's it's not something guys would discuss. No, that's right. I yeah. wish they would now. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I mean, I, if I knew now what I knew then, I would have tried and maybe found a, a support group or, yeah. or somewhere I could have gone and gone. You think like, you would? What's yeah. going on here? Like, yeah, and I'm sure they are out there, but well, they're not. I don't think they are. Oh, I don't know. It's a big problem. I mean, I think. I can't think of any other podcast where a man has gone on to talk about his wife going through the menopause. So, you, you know, you're setting history here. <laughs> because people don't talk. And I think um, I did some work for West Midlands Fire Brigade a while ago and I gave a lecture about the menopause and someone came up to me afterwards and he said, a lot of men, uh, clearly fire men, uh, you know, they're very fit, they're young, a lot of testosterone going around in their bodies. Mm-hmm. And saying a lot of these men are really struggling at work, and when they talk to them, often there's menopause going on with their partners, and often um, these women are changing, like you say, so they're not having the same stability at home, but then also they're not even having a sexual relationship. And you know, we're very British, we don't like talking about sex, but actually, men is a generalisation so don't take offence but a lot of men they're quite happy talking about how much sex they have but how can you go down to the pub with your mates and say well I'm not having sex anymore and my wife's really changed and I don't really love her you can't it's really hard to have that sort of conversation isn't it absolutely yeah Um, but like you say if someone had said to you well these things are going to happen and it's because of the menopause you would feel a lot more prepared do you think yeah I do yeah yeah I mean Different men's wives are going to have different symptoms and whatever, yeah. so that would possibly be quite difficult to yeah. talk to one guy about it when yeah. his wife may have had much less symptoms or even not gone through it yet. Yeah. But yeah. it would help to talk, it would help to understand, yeah. it really would, or, or to know what's possibly coming. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have had to have got to the second round to go, hang on a minute, you know, yeah. ding dong, it's, 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 yeah. that's what it is. And I think also lots of men or partners. Um, are worried that it's them that have changed. You know, you sort yeah. of think, well, what have I you done? You start wrong? questioning it's, yourself. It's yeah. like, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. it's quite a, quite a popular thing that, it, yeah. what have I done? Yeah. Because it, it does feel like that you're affecting it. Mm. And it's not, obviously, no, it's no. chemical, but. Yeah. And the, you start to feel a little bit inadequate because yeah. you, you can't help. No, because nothing and you that's can do about right. it. Yeah. yeah. No, it is difficult. I mean, I know when I had symptoms. And my, I've been with my husband for over 30 years, so we do know each other well. But I was just getting very irritable, and even his, his breathing was annoying me. Everything he said <laughs> was annoying me. And um, recently we were talking about it, and he said, well, the good thing about it was you were so tired that you go to bed early, so then I didn't have to bother with you. <laughs> but, you know, she not go to bed early, but just couldn't sleep no, every yeah. half an hour. She was waking up. So she was waking up really regularly with night sweats, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, good, yeah. So what about you? Were you sleeping, or did you go to a different room, or...? No, I can sleep. You can sleep through anything? Or could, I would say. Yeah. Now, Kim's sort of got better with her sleep. Mine's gone the other way. Oh, but, yeah. but I can sleep on a pin. Yeah. But I would wake now and then, and I'd, I'd turn over, she'd be reading, or the covers would be off because yeah. she's sweaty and yes. boiling hot. 
So it's not inducive to a close, loving relationship, though, is no, it? So, no, no. No. Um, no. You can't get near her because she's... One strange thing that happened with Kim and I was if I touched her, literally held her hand or give her a hug, she'd get a sweat. Yes. Which... Doesn't make sense, no. but that's no. A lot of people say happening. that. A lot of people, and so certainly, I know we've talked about sex, and a lot of people talk about reduced libido. Mm-hmm. And some people, as you know, some women get vaginal dryness, so physically it's very yeah. painful. Yeah. But actually, even taking a step before sex, even yeah. things like holding hands can be really difficult. It, so would, it would start a, say, a flush. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of women say they don't want to be touched or they don't want to mm. be hugged. And so if you're not touched or hugged, you're never really going to... Well, then as a man, a lot of wanting to hold his wife's yeah. hand or whatever, I was then, where are you doing it? Because I knew as soon as I did it, it would kick off a flush. Yeah, so uh, then you don't do so that. So then you start not... Yes. You know, he's just moving apart yeah, slightly. Absolutely, which is very sad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she'd had symptoms for a couple of years like yeah. that, hadn't she? So oh, yeah, yeah. It's a long time to not have any sort of intimacy, like you say, like holding hands or hugging. Yeah, because we always have been a lot of that. We always hold yeah. hands when we go out and whatever. And it, it's, it's strange. And then, you, again, you're thinking, what have I done? Yes. But yeah. well, I knew it was because of a flush, but yeah. not understanding no. menopause. It, no. it's, it's quite difficult to get your head around. Yeah. So when, when she finally went to a doctor, and I know she was given a patch, mm-hmm. and did you think, great, this will be the end of it? Or what was I hoped it would be, yeah. yeah. I hoped yeah. it would be. But... Two days into it, the migraine she had was mm. that bad. She had to come off that patch, and yeah. um, I think she started on a quarter of a patch actually. Right, okay. Um, but that was, it was just too bad. But again, as a bloke, I didn't know there was different types of, of no. you know, estrogens and progestins and all. I didn't, I didn't so know. So you thought it was this or nothing? Pretty much. And yeah. then, so I, you... I mean, Kim again, like I said, she, she did a lot of the research, mm. so I kind of sort of glean bits of information because. It kind of takes over your life in conversation. Yeah. It, it, that, well, because she's so thing. desperate to get better, yeah. and you're desperate for her to yeah. get better. I just better. want to talk it through with her, and if yeah. I can help her do it, yeah. Fine, but I didn't really understand a lot of it, you know. So yeah, I was hoping that it would be, a, you know, go to the doctors, get put a patch on, job done, but yeah. it wasn't like work out like no. that. No. So you'd gone from anticipating Kim to come back, mm-hmm. and then suddenly. You were back to square one. Back right? to where we were, if yeah. not worse. Yeah. yeah. Because you, we were disappointed that the pattern mm. worked. So then uh, we went to the NHS menopause clinic mm. where we tried other progestions and estrogens and that didn't work. So then we came to you yeah. and that did work. <laughs> Yeah. But it, I mean, it was a big thing coming here to a different clinic. Mm. Did you think things would get better, or by that time had you resigned yourself to this is the way things um, are going to be? I was more hopeful. I was more. Um, well, if I didn't think it would work, I wouldn't have come. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but what we'd read online, mm. and, and again, Kim doing a big research, it was lots. Of, I wouldn't say it was a last ditch hope, but. Yeah. It, it, it kind of felt much. that way. Yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. 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 Um, and again, from the testaments from other women, yeah, ready, they worked, and you know, here we are, and it did. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, lots of people think HRT is three letters. Clearly, it stands yeah. for hormone replacement therapy. But as you know, there's different hormones, there's different doses, there's different types, yeah. and. One of the doctors. Before we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. And but one of the doctors recently was saying, "Oh, it's a bit like trying on a pair of shoes. You might have to try a few pairs on, and then you suddenly find that really comfortable pair that you live in." And it's a bit like that with hormones. And not everyone gets fantastic results. No. And also, as you, I'm sure know, not every symptom is related to the menopause. So it's very 
easy sometimes to think every pain or every mm -hmm. bit of being tired is related to hormones. Mm -hmm. And I sort of always think, well, if we, as women, get our hormones balanced, we can sort of tick that box and then we can and address everything the else. Yeah. yeah. And as you know, it's not just about sticking on a patch and then having a terrible lifestyle. Mm. You know, if I just gave people patches and they smoked 20 a day and ate McDonald's, it's yes. not going to do it for no, them. No. But often people find it sort of gives them the passport so then they can exercise more, eat better, everything else. Which is exactly what happens, which yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, when you've got more energy, you can feel happier. And when you're happier, everything's easier, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Kim's yeah. happy, I'm happy. Yeah. I think, <laughs> That's you, it, right. it, I think um, it's funny, isn't it? I, I don't want to big up women, but I know even at home, if I'm in a bad mood, the whole family are in a bad mood. Yeah. Whereas if my husband's in a bad mood, it's just him. That's grumpy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, no, it's, that's all right. You know, and I think for lots of women, you know, they're running the house as well as doing jobs, as well as everything else. And I'm not undermining men. They have a very important role too. And it's a teamwork. A relationship's a teamwork, isn't it? Certainly mm. for us at home, we, we're constantly working together and juggling the children and everything else we, together. But. We have a thing about... Kim does multiple things at once well, yes. but men do one thing well. I can only do one thing at a time. And when Kim was, before yeah. she got a treatment, whatever, that didn't happen, which, yeah. which blew us all away. Like yeah. my, my two daughters and I, it blew yeah. us away. Yeah. Um, but now she's got a treatment, she's back, she's back to where yeah. she was. Yeah. Which is quite something, I think, you know, there is differences, obviously, in the way our brains function and the way we are. And it's, for me, it's really sad that for every woman that I see in the clinic, there's probably millions suffering globally mm. because mm. this isn't a UK problem. You know, the menopause affects all women if they live long enough. Yeah. And sadly, only the minority of women are getting proper treatment, which, as we were saying before we press record, if it was a men's problem... If it was a man's problem... I think problem, it might be solved. Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think if we said to men... Right, you're 51, you're going to be castrated, you won't get erections, you won't be able to have sex, your brain will go to mush and you'll probably feel really anxious. There'd be a stampede towards the laboratories and everything else to try and find out. Yeah. How do we cure this then? Yeah, absolutely. And like you say, we can now buy Viagra over the counter mm -hmm. and yeah. actually HRT isn't just about having sex back. Oh no, it's... it's, it's it, that's sort of right back. down, it's getting your life back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not just about... Getting your life back, as in improving your symptoms. Women who, as you know, want to take HRT have a lower risk of heart disease, osteoporosis, diabetes. And yeah. Most women will die from heart disease, not from breast cancer. Yeah. And there's never been a study that shows that women who take HRT have an increased risk of death from breast cancer. So it's just such a shame that there's all this scaremongering about and HRT. And misinformation, right? Yes. Yeah. Check your source before... You you take it as red. Yeah, it's yeah. really important. So when Kim started taking HRT, were you reading information? Were you trying to learn about it with her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you find that useful, having some information? Yeah, in understanding what was going on yes. with her, I could then try and be more supportive to her. Yeah. I mean, obviously, from a, my own physical health point of view, yeah. it didn't do a lot for me, but mentally no. it does. Yeah. Because she's, she's getting put back on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And it's, I think it's having, like you say, having some understanding and some knowledge. And actually, it must have been lovely for you seeing a change in her. Um, oh, yeah. 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 She's back. Yeah, yeah, which is great, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so it's just trying to get the message out to partners because sometimes, as 
Kim said before in another podcast that it's all consuming when it's happening to you and you can't as a woman often see the wood from the trees and you don't sometimes even realize that you've changed because it's so gradual yeah so actually for a lot of women they need their partners whether their partners are male or female to actually say look do you think it might be the menopause or read this information and and I feel a lot of the work I'm doing is about empowering women, but I think we should be empowering everyone. Absolutely, you? And, yeah. And actually, even children. So I've got teenage children, and well, I've got an eight-year-old as well, but my teenage children are often spotting their friends' mums who are menopausal, and all their teachers. Mm-hmm. And um, even my eight-year-old said the other day, well, I mean, one of my teachers thinks she needs to come and see you. Um, so, you know, but that's good, isn't it? It is good, yeah. I think it should be seen, and, and we know that... The earlier women receive the right treatment, not only it means they don't have to suffer, but also their future health improves as well. Absolutely. So, um, you know, if, if it's recognised early enough, then you're not going to get the problems we got into with, with Kim suffering, for one yes. of a better way of putting yeah. it, for four or five years before we realised what was going on and then actually yeah. came to you and, and we got it sorted out. Yeah, That's yeah. sort of five years wasted. It's a hell of a long time. Yeah, but she's not going to get back. Yeah. We're not going to get back. No. I know. Someone once said to me that you should look forward and glance back. And I think that's a really good thing to say, isn't it? Because it's desperately sad. And I'm sure you can understand at the end of most of my clinic days, I feel like crying because I think of all this wasted time. But then I think I've got to use this into positive energy and think about all the things we can do going forward. And, you know, even recording this podcast, hopefully people will be thinking and acknowledging. And if any men or partners of women who are going through any symptoms can be educated by this, then it's got to be a good thing, hasn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. I'm really, really grateful for you coming to talk. Yeah. But before we finish, can you give me three tips for partners, what they can do? Because there will be people listening here thinking, God, that's my partner, and I've tried to talk to her and she won't listen. So what would you recommend? Hold your tongue if you can. <laughs> um, because if it's in and around the ages or the, or the mm. periods where menopause is going to start or perimenopause starts, that's probably why it's happening. Once you've realised that it, it, it is menopause, then research from reputable sources. Yes. Not everything you read, you can take as read. Mm. And thirdly, my, my, one of my favourite sayings is happy wife, happy life. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And I'll, yeah. I'll try and live by that one. Yeah, excellent. Happy wife, happy, happy life. Wife, happy yeah, life. absolutely brilliant. And, you know, it's lovely to see how supportive you are. And certainly in the clinic, we have lots of partners who come. Yeah. Some come up to the clinic room, some stay down in the waiting room. But just for the women to have their support. I think we're in it together. Yeah. You know, it's Kim's menopause, but it makes a big effect on, on our relationship. So, absolutely. So, so, so side by side. So uh, it's... Great that you stuck with her because, like I said, a lot of people don't stay together, sadly. But I think for anyone listening who can recognise to some of what we said, then please get help. Either go onto my website or just talk to people and talk to others, but make sure the help that you get is evidence-based and works for you. It's really important. So thank you ever so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. For more information about the menopause, please visit our website www.menopausedoctor.co.uk.